Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
surrendering your life to him so he can use you. Amen. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Ask God to touch you tonight. Oh yes, what a night to be in his presence. Oh yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I will never be the same again. Never return. I've closed the door. I will walk the path. I will run the race, and I will never be the same again. I will never be. I will never be the same. Again and again, sweep away the darkness, burn away the chaff, and let a flame burn to glorify your name. That's our prayer tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. Turn with me to. Leviticus chapter 6. You open and stop shouting, preach. eh? (laughs) Leviticus chapter 6. Amen.
I thought of preaching a mid-year message, isn't it? <laughs> it's the middle of the year. June is just ending, so we're stepping into July. It says that, verse 11, And he shall put off his garments and put on other garments. Wow. And carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. And lay the burnt offering in order upon it. And he shall burn the fat of the peace offering. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. Hallelujah. You can title my message, The Burning Fire. <laughs> the Burning Fire. Look at it, verse 13. He says that, the fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. Amen. Amen. Now, this is the instruction that the Lord gave to the priests concerning the fire on the altar in the temple. And the Bible says that the Lord said to the priests, the fire that is on this altar in the temple should never, ever go out. That means that we shouldn't come into the temple and there's no fire burning. Wow. The fire must be burning all the time. So, there were priests that this was their duty to make sure that they would go and find wood Anytime the thing was going out, they come and put the wood inside. Make sure the thing is burning. And that was their duty. Every time, go and look for wood. Bring it. Put it in the fire. And make sure. So they are just watching as the thing is going out. Hey, it's going out. They go for more wood. Come and put it. So every time you enter the temple, the fire was burning. Now, today, the temple is you. <laughs> yeah. Bible says that don't you know that you are the temple of the living God? So the temple now that we are talking about is not the building. Ah, so we should set some bonfire somewhere here so that no. The temple now is you. And the altar is your heart. So, what it means is that for you as a born again Christian, you are expected to be on fire all the time. 
You know, Joel had a vision. The prophet Joel. He had a vision of the future and the sort of people that were coming. And he saw in the vision, he saw you, he saw me. And he started describing, when you read Joel chapter 2 from verse 1, he started describing the people. In fact, if we're going to go through it, 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 you know. But he talked about people who are jumping windows there. I mean, they are very wild people. They go into houses. They are turning lives around. They are winning people. I mean, they are very wild people. But in verse, in verse 2 of, of um, Joel, I think the second part of verse 2, he said, a great people, he was describing, he said, a great people and a strong. They have not ever been the like. Neither shall be any more after it. He said, even to the years of many generations, then he describes them, a fire devoured before them and behind them a flame burneth. In other words, the people, they are so much on fire that when they come to a place, they set the place on fire. So, when they are leaving, there will be flame at the place. These are the kind of people that God is seeing in these end times. That by the time you get into contact with somebody, you get in touch with another person. You will set the person up on fire. So by the time you are leaving, the person too is on fire. It's a flame that is burning. It's moving on. You see, and the reason why I'm even preaching this at this time is that, you see, sometimes when it gets to the middle of the year and all that, people get tired. And some of you, I can see from your faces, you are looking very tired already. Yeah. It's like Charlie. Okay, Jesus said. <laughs> it's not a simple issue. And sometimes it's like Charlie. How many realize that serving God is not easy? Yeah. Sometimes when you wake up in the morning, it's like, hey, is that how my life is going to be like? <laughs> yeah. But that is it. It said the priest will put firewood in the thing every morning. Every morning. Every morning. To keep the fire burning. Having your quiet time. Praying. Every morning. Keep the fire burning. Because if you don't take care, you will go out. Isaiah chapter 4. You see, the scriptures in the Bible, Isaiah chapter 9, doesn't... You see, it, 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 you can see that everything is about Charlie. Let's be whatever. It says that Isaiah 9, verse 5. It says, For every battle <laughs> of the warrior is with confused noise. <laughs> I remember when I used to pastor the Abeka church, there was this guy, he was our prayer listening. Every day we come to lead prayer meeting. This is the scripture. The battle, every battle of a warrior is with confusion. <laughs> then he will start. So there should be confusion here, I tell you. Every battle of the warrior is with confused noise. 
and garments rolled in blood. He said, but this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. Wow! In other words, Charlie, I mean, the thing that we are doing, like the battles we are fighting and all that, it must be with burning. If it's a prayer time, there's some people, some that they make you feel like you are too much of an extremist. This small prayer meeting we have come, you have taken it walk up and you are praying. You see, but <laughs> we have to take it walk up because the battle of a warrior is with confused noise. It's with confused noise. And garments rolled in blood. Kaboo, 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 kaboo. Burning fire. Confused noise. I mean, you wonder that what is happening here? Kuria daba, kuta baba. You see, because in those days, when they used to go for battle, this is how they used to determine who was the winner. One group would shout. Then when they finished, they keep quiet. Then the other group would also shout. Then they compared the two and said, no, this one is too wild. So the other people would just return and go home. You see, in the same way, when we also come for battle with the enemy, it must be with confused noise. It must be with burning of fire, rolling of garments in blood. So as the enemy is listening to us, where these people? I dare not go near. That is how it must be. The demons must be afraid of us. The evil spirits must be afraid of us. But you see, when you wake up in the morning, the way you pray, that is why the fire is not burning. But when you wake up in the morning, they will wonder that, are you mad? Yeah, we are mad. It's with confused noise. Confusion. Oh, I see people with confusion in their prayer. Finding and releasing fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost as you pray. May there be fire in your prayer. I see people with fire in their prayer. I see garments rolled in blood. I see fire that is burning in front of you. And behind you is a flame. Come on, give the Lord a shh. Somebody shout fire. Give it your all. Romans chapter 12. Anybody who is feeling down and weak, may some fire come from heaven and come and set you ablaze in the name of Jesus Christ. I see your prayer life going to another level. I see your quiet time going to another level. Your witnessing is going to another level. In the name of Jesus Christ, your relationship with God is moving to another level. In this second half of the year, you shall pray more. You shall read the Bible more. You will witness more. You will enjoy church more. In the name of Jesus It's too great. 
Romans chapter 12, verse 11. This is what the King James says. Not slothful in business. Hold on here. What we are having here is business. See, lost business. We are not joking here. You see, some people, it's like, that's why Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. Because this whole thing is the father's business that we are doing. And we can be slothful in it. You see, people are very slothful. Yeah. So, we can be very slothful. And that is what affects us. It doesn't allow us to be alive in the Lord. You find people, even when you come to church, even on your way, the way when you are coming, the way you are walking. Now I have some more. I mean, there is no agency and no bounce in your coming. You see, that's why there's no fire. But you see, when you begin to bounce as you are moving and you are, and you are running in a certain way, there is fire. Not slothful. In business. It's too powerful. Then it says, fervent in spirit. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. It's one of the scriptures you should be able to memorize easily. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So one of the scriptures I memorize first. Romans 12, 11. It's a very powerful scripture. You, in, in serving God, you must not be slothful in business. Yes. You don't serve God slothfully. You don't serve God <laughs> symbolically. <laughs> yeah. You don't serve God in that way. But the Bible says you must be fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. Listen to how the Amplified Bible puts it. It says that never lag in zeal. Lag. You're lagging behind. And in endless endeavor. Then he said, be aglow. <laughs> aglow. <laughs> yeah. They, they are there, isn't it? Are they still there? Yeah. Women's aglow. Yeah. yeah. But we used to have a program on TV called Aglow. <laughs> 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 so, I hear somebody went for a glow meeting, but he had a problem with his R and his L. So. <laughs> so, 
When they arrive, so usually the people they are glow. We see they have a waist, a glow then for Jesus, a glow for Jesus. So, but when he said the thing, because of the problem with the R and the L, so they had a glow. Then they go, "What's so child?" <laughs> Never lag in zeal and in endless endeavor. Be aglow and burning with the spirits. Serving the Lord. Burning with the spirit. Burning with the spirit. Oh, may you be burning with the spirit. When we see you, may you be alive in the spirit. You are burning. From tonight, anything that is in you that is not burning, may it be taken up. May you be burning with the spirit. Burning with the spirit. Burning with the spirit. Burning with the spirit. And may nobody come and describe us as being too extreme. And that is what is killing the Christianity. Oh, why? Why are you serving God? Why? It's as if the church is for you. Yes, it's for me. (laughs) It's my father's business. Burning with the spirit. Not burning with uh, 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 something. Because the Bible says that it is better to marry than to burn. With passion. So there's another type of burning. (laughs) Young man, instead of being burning with the spirit, you are burning with some passion. Certain passion that is burning inside of you. Young man, what is the passion that is burning in you? May that passion be killed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) But listen to the message Bible. You will like that one. The message Bible says, don't burn out. Don't burn out. Tell somebody, don't burn out. Yeah, because sometimes some people say they are, they, are, they, are, they are burnt out or burning out. Yeah. At this time of the year, don't burn out. Don't. Please, don't burn out. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Fueled and aflame. Find something to fuel yourself and keep aflame. Be alert servants of the master. Cheerfully expectant. He said, don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. But don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fuel. Now, these are, these are things we should be able to send to each other. Send a message. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves full and aflame. Don't burn out. Tell somebody, don't burn out. Don't burn out. Don't burn out. Because the devil will want you to burn out. Wow. Hallelujah. The English version says, never give up. Eagerly follow the Holy Spirit. Serve the Lord. Eagerly follow the Holy Spirit. Serve the Lord. Psalm 104. (laughs) Can somebody read for me? 
from verse 1. Psalm 104. I'm just trying to let you see that God, this is what he's looking for. Yes. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Yes. O Lord my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty. Mm. Who covers thyself with light as with a garment? Yes. Who stretches out the heavens like a curtain? Who lay the beams of his chambers in the waters? Who maketh the clouds his chariots? Mm. Who walketh upon the wings of the wind? Wow. Who maketh his angels spirits? That's verse 4. Who maketh his angels spirits? His ministers a flaming fire. Wow. He maketh his angels spirits and his ministers flaming fire. Yeah. Like these angels, these ministers. You see that the, the, the Hebrew says sharaf. Sharaf, which means a priest or a minister unto the Lord. A priest in the temple. So the priest in the temple, the Lord makes them flaming fire. Yeah. You see, because the God that we serve, the Bible describes him in, in Hebrews uh, 12, 29, 11, 12, 29, says that he is a consuming fire. So, he himself, he's fire. So, he cannot relate with people who are not on fire. Yeah. Like begets like. So, when God comes into the church, he's moving around. He's looking for people whose hearts are on fire. Then he begins to relate with those people, gives them revelation, flows with them and all that. But the others will never ever receive anything from the Lord. Yeah. You see that scripture where the Bible says that the two men who were walking with Jesus on the road to Emmaus. And the Bible says that when, when, when he had finished with them, he went with them, they had supper, whatever. And when he left them and went, then the Bible said, then their eyes were open. Then they recognized that it was Jesus. Then they said something. They said, did not our heart burn whilst he was talking to us? There is a certain burning. A certain burning as the preaching is going on. The fire is burning in your heart. You, you, you feel a certain fire. You see, even as I'm speaking, there are some people... They, they don't even understand what I'm saying. Say, hey, there's a burning. Because you all you are feeling now is fufu. You want to eat fufu. You want to eat a wache this night. So that is all you are feeling right now. Some people are feeling fufu. Some people are feeling wee-wee. These, these are the things you are feeling. But there are some people, when the preaching is coming, the fire is already burning in their hearts. I said the fire is already burning in your hearts. And they begin to burn. As the word is coming, they are burning. Some people cannot even sit down. Something is burning inside. Something is doing you. You cannot sit still. Can you feel the burning in your heart? Come on, give the Lord a shout. I feel a burning. I feel a burning. As soon as the Lord begins to communicate with you, you will feel a burning. 
when you read the book, the touch and the sword. The Bible says that. Ah, the book, really. <laughs> Rick Joyner. He said when he went to heaven, he met Enoch. Enoch. Yeah, they are all there. But he said, as he talked with him, he talked with him. Then at a the point, Enoch touched his heart. Then Enoch said, the fire burns. The fire burns. Can we touch your heart and, and, and feel that the fire burns? Or when we touch your heart, it's like a, a ice water. Touch somebody's heart and see whether the fire is burning. Or some of you, your, your, your chest is like a fridge. A fridge. Nothing is burning there. Touch somebody's heart and say, the fire burns. The fire burns. The fire burns. Oh, touch it and say, the fire burns. The fire burns. Oh, let it ever be burning. Let it ever be burning. May it never go out. May it never go out. Oh, Father, may my heart ever burn for you. May my heart ever burn for you. May my heart ever burn for you. May the fire not go out. In the name of Jesus. Set our hearts on fire, Lord. That we will burn for you. Because I tell you, sometimes the issues of life can make your heart. Some of you, some boys have made your heart cold. Look at the near sister and ask her, has a boy made your heart cold? Ask a brother, has a girl made your heart cold? Because of that girl, you don't pray anymore. Let this fire burn. Let this fire burn. I said, let this fire burn. Let this fire burn. I need a fire. I need it. I need it. I need it. Yeah. God cannot stand cold pastors, cold shepherds, cold church members, sometimes some chilled ones. As the next person, are you chilled or you are cold or you are lukewarm or you are hot? One boy went to church, small boy. They memorized a verse. He couldn't remember that when he came back. So, they asked, what did you let we so we memorize events? He said, What is it? He was telling his father, I said, Many are cold, a few are frozen. <laughs> are you part of the many are cold? He didn't hear the thing or he didn't remember or and he said many are called and few are chosen. But what he said it was true. 
many are cold. Few are frozen. Revelation chapter 3. I am just reading scriptures to you. Yeah, enjoying the scriptures. Just stirring you up for the second half of the year. I want us to have a fast next week. Yeah. The people on fire are saying yeah. The people who are not on fire. <laughs> Let's have a one week fast. And just stir ourselves up for the, for the second half of the year. What do you think? Because how many realize that your prayer life has gone down? Yeah, so we need some stirring, firing. So, from Monday morning, we'll, we'll, we'll fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, eat everything you want to eat then. Revelation chapter 3 verse 14. The Bible says that, And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write. See, because Jesus was writing to all the churches. Now, the Laodicean church, it is believed that all these seven churches that Jesus wrote to represented the churches that have come to pass in the ages up to now. The Laodicean church was the last church. And it is believed that we are the Laodicean church. Yeah. So, this letter is to us. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things say the Amen and the faithful and the true witness. The beginning of the creation of God, he said, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Hey! Because thou said, I am rich. And increase with goods. And, and that's what they say of these end times. That people have money. Increase with goods. And have need of nothing. You see, one of the things that makes people become lukewarm is money. When you have money, you sort of feel that you don't need anything. You're okay. You don't need to pray. Whatever. Because you see some people, you see that, Charlie, because there's no money. Here. <laughs> They are the first to arrive at the turning point service. They have arrived. <laughs> yeah. That one, if you don't want to fast, you fast. Because there is no money to buy the food. So, hey. I remember when we were in school, people would fast by force. I mean, not that they want this thing, but it's like necessity was forcing them to fast. Yeah, because you don't have anything. So instead of going on a hunger strike, add the spiritual dimension to it. <laughs> You have need of nothing. You see, but he said, but you don't know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. That's also the second thing about the church today. That one, we are rich and so we feel we need nothing. Number two, we, we can't see. We are blind. We can't see that we are naked. We can't see our state. Are you there or decided to go back home? So he said, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. 
Fire. Fire. That thou mayest rich. And white raiment that thou mayest be clothed. And that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint your eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Then he said, be zealous therefore and repent. You see, the thing that makes you repent, in other words, change, is not a certain slow, cool attitude. It's a zealous attitude that makes you repent. Repentance goes with zealousness. If you are not, you cannot repent. If you want to change, it takes a certain radical move. And it takes people who are on fire to do that. So, the Bible says that God hates people who are they call it in the future it's that you are, you are not hot. You are in a cold. And there are a lot of people like that in the system. We can't say you are cold. But we can't also say you are hot. So we don't see you well. We, we want to rebuke you for not being whatever. But we can't because you are not cold. We want to rebuke you for being cold. But when we look at you too, you are not cold. Just a oh, oh, oh. oh, no, hot. Oh. And then we want to rebuke you for not being hot. But also it's like you have a little heat to be. The dead, the dead be. So now we can really. You see, but you are not hot. That's the thing. And God said, I will spew you out of my mouth. He doesn't want people who are not on fire. In Amos chapter 4. Just running through the Bible with you. It's a journey, isn't it? Yeah. You must look for people that when you are with them, you, you, you feel on fire. Anytime you are with them, they, 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 they sort of set you on fire. Those are the people you must be working with. Not the people that when you get close to them, no, they start freezing. Amos chapter 4 verse 11 it says that I have overthrown some of you. Hey! Who are those people? He said as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and you were as a firebrand plucked out of the burning. When you take fire this thing, burn the fire or whatever, firewood, whatever, from the fire, you bring it out. You see that the thing is there. You'll be there, it's looking, whatever it says, it is still burning, sort of, but it is dying. Some ashes covering it and all that. Have you seen firewood before? Some of you are looking at me. <laughs> that is what, how some of us have become. It, it's like you are burning, but you are not burning. You are not properly in the fire. You are, you are out there deceiving us that you are still on fire. But you are not. You are dying. So he said, I have overthrown you. Because you are like firebrand that is taken out of the burning. And that put down. I cannot see you well. Hey, there is a call for all of us to be on fire. 
because God cannot stand it. He said, I will overturn you, overthrown you. He said, yet have you not returned unto me, saith the Lord. So he said, therefore that's what I do unto you, O Israel. And because I will do this to you, prepare to meet your God. Ask the next person. Tell me true, true, true. Are you on fire or you are the firebrand that is plugged out of the burning? And, and, and that thing burns for a short while and then it goes up. There are a lot of people like that. Sometimes you come to the church, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know some people like that? It's like he 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 Then you wonder, ah, wasn't this guy <laughs> very ojasho? That's the word we use. Oja, oja, oja is fire. Ojashos. All of a sudden, it's like they have poured water on you. Vroom. You have become cool. Shake the next person and say, hey! Hey, 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 hey! Hey, 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 hey! Come on! <laughs> we will not allow you to become cool in the church. When you come to church, you are sitting now cool. Come on! Come on! By the time you come, we are sharing the grace. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, we will not allow you to become cool in the church. Check the next person and say, listen, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend, I will not allow you to be cool. Since we came to church, you have been sitting down cool. I will not allow you. Check the person and say, I will not allow you. Come on, come on, come on. Put your hands together for Jesus. The fire will not go down. I said your fire will not go down. I see your fire burning, burning, burning. I see people on fire for Jesus. Hallelujah. The people who go down are the people, you know, there are some people, they seem to have a crossover appeal. They are in the church, but they are also in the world. Be careful of such people. People that, worldly people say, oh, what do you call them? You call them Christian. We like your Christianity. Yeah. When anybody tells you they like your Christianity, be afraid. It means that you have become very cold. Many are cold. 
he makes his ministers flaming fire. That means that as soon as you are not on fire, you are no more a minister. Yeah. You see, when God sits in heaven, eh, when he's looking out for his people, he looks out for spots of fire. That, that's how he identifies his people. Yeah. That's, he's looking for fire. So when he looks at it, he doesn't see fire. He moves to a place. He sees fire, 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 fire. So may the Lord be happy with us when he comes. Everybody is on fire. When John was baptizing the people, I need to close my time with you. When the people came to him, in Matthew chapter 3, I think verse 11, he said to them, he said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. <laughs> he said, but there is one that cometh after me. Hey, Nakapadia, he's on fire. Hey, hey. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with You see, after repentance, because people feel that when you repent, that's it. After repentance, that's not the end. There is something else. So he told the people, yes, I have baptized you unto repentance, but there is something else coming. You must go for that one. Which is that you will be baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Yeah, Jesus told his disciples, he said, don't go anywhere. Carry you in Jerusalem till you are endued with power from on high. And when they were in the upper room, Acts chapter 2, and they were praying, the Bible says that, and they heard the sound of a rushing mighty wind, and the Spirit of the Lord filled the room where they were, and they saw as it were clothing tongues of fire on the heads of each and every one of them. Everyone. Everyone. Look on the head of the other person to see when the fire is burning there. Oh, it's like uh... <laughs> Jesus, yeah, he was on fire. That's why when he went to the temple, he could lash them. He would not look at the people to be selling and be turning, instead he turned the father's house the house of prayer into a house of den of thieves. A den of thieves. No. Second Kings, I need to close, I tell you. Chapter 10. It's one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. I just love it. Verse 15. Second Kings, chapter 10. Verse 15. Are you there? And when he was departed thence, he lighted on Jehonadab, Jehonadab, the son of Rechab, or Rechab, coming to meet him. This was King Jehu. And he saluted him and said to him, Is your heart right as my heart is with your heart? And Jehonadab answered, It is. If it be, Give me your hand. 
And he gave him his hand and took him up into the chariot. And he said to him, Come and see. Come and see zeal. Come and see my zeal. You see, some, the thing about zeal is that it's a personalized thing. The thing about passion and fire is that it's a personalized thing. It's not like all of us, we are whatever. It is you. Individuals, you must be on fire. So, all of us, we are. No, you should not be dependent on other people's fire. You must have your own fire. So he said to him, listen, you are saluting me and all that is good, but that's not it. There are some people when they say, daddy, daddy, you, you, you can daddy as a, we don't even know what to do to us. Oh, daddy, oh, daddy, yes, it's good. We are, we, it's enough, this daddy. Rise up. He said, Jehonadab, this salutation and all these things is good. But the way my heart is on fire, is that the way your heart is on fire? And he said, yeah. He said, come, come, I will show you what fire is like. Come and see the way I serve God. Come and see the way I pray. Come and see the way I, I, I share the word of God and I preach the gospel. Come and see my zeal for the Lord. Can you describe your zeal for the Lord? Can people, and, and the other thing is that it's a personalized thing, number one. And number two, it can be seen. When we see you, we must see. Zeal. When we see you, no, we must see. Zeal. We must see fire. We must. How come when we see you, we don't see it? When we see you, rather, we see a sleepy, sleepy person. When you come to church, you, your eyes is like we, we want to finish preaching because of you. This type of uh, sexy eyes you are looking at the pastor. Uh. Look at the person sitting by you, whether he, he or she is having the sexy eyes. Come and see, come and see, come and see, come and see my zeal for the Lord. May we see your zeal for the Lord. Yeah. Come and see my zeal. Come and see my zeal. What is zeal? Zeal is enthusiasm. That's zeal. That is, zeal is fire. Zeal is passion. How come we don't see your zeal? Zeal is your urgency, your eagerness. And when we look at you, we, we don't even see that you are eager. You want something. Judges chapter 5, I need to close. Next time, I'll tell you some more things. Tell somebody your fire must not go out. Oh, say like you mean, your fire must not go out. Shake the person and say, your fire, your fire. Fire. Fire, fire, fire. Fire fall on me. Fire, fire, fire. Fire fall on me. Like the day of Pentecost. Fire fall on me like the day of Pentecost. Fire fall on me. Judges chapter 5, verse 23. 
Curse ye Meros. Meros. Said the angel of the Lord. Curse ye bitterly. The inhabitants thereof. Because they came not to the help of the Lord. To the help of the Lord against the mighty. Some people were called Meros. They were Merosing around. When there was time for battle and fighting, they will not. I want to read to you a letter that Bishop Saki wrote to Bishop Dag some years ago. Then we close with it. A baptism of zeal. Fire. This was a letter that he wrote many years ago. This was 29th May, 1986. 30 years ago, isn't it? Or 40, 30. 30 years ago later. He said, Doug, if ever we need a baptism from heaven, it should be a baptism of zeal. The zeal of thine house has consumed me. We really need to be eaten up dry with a passionate passion. A burden that will make us uncomfortable until we see and get men saved from the blackness of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. This should be our waking thoughts and sleeping dreams. We really need a love that is blind to all the possible dangers of the mission. Love that ignores personal safety, disregards the odds against it, drops sacrifice from its vocabulary, requires no crutches, ignores all dangers, and is intolerant to idleness. Remember that the, ma- the master went out at the 11th hour and he found some men still idling in the marketplaces. May God help us. In this 11th hour, the church seemed to be idling, careless of its responsibilities. I am really doubtful whether I will want to be a part of this system. I am beginning to believe that it is not the sin of the world that is making the church sick, but rather the sin and the unconcern of the church that is making the world sick. I am getting fed up with complacency in the church. I am filled with holy anger against the devil, against sin, against our unbelief, and also against the church. Everything in the world is broken. Confidence in government. Confidence in the dollar. Now, confidence in the pound. 30 years ago. Confidence in the pound. Because Britain said they are no longer with the EU. Yeah. Marriages are breaking up. And teenagers are breaking up their minds with drugs. All is broken except one thing, the hearts of the believers. But I believe that we need broken hearts to face this colossal mess. Weeping is a command, but there should be action after that. Joel chapter 2 verse 7. Joel chapter 2 was what I was reading for you. I just read verse 2 and 3, but read that whole chapter. It's powerful. The present lethargy in the church is almost unpardonable. I need to bear a broken heart over the coldness in the church. Yeah, the fields are really white. Dark. 
Let's bind our hearts to the reaching of the unreached. We need to become impervious to the opinions of others about our zeal. We should not care what it will cost us to be bent out for God. Whether we are flattered or flattened, esteemed or despised, condemned a fool or a philosopher, through evil report or good report, cases or cases, we should be set to do the will of him who sent us. Oh, it's too powerful. He said we need to move out and away from the centralized system we seem to be having in Accra. The church is founded with showmanship, competition, holding the form of religion, but denying the power thereof. Although the Pharisees' prayer is always seen as not good enough, God, I thank thee, I'm not like other people, swindlers, unjust, adulterers, etc. How many church folks can pray such prayers anyway? May God help us. I pray like Habakkuk did. Lord, in your wrath, remember mercy. Stand to your feet. Oh, yes, Lord. Lift up your hands to the Lord. We need a baptism of fire. A baptism of the Holy Spirit. Next week, I'm going to teach you how you can be on fire. Or next two weeks, next week we have crusade. Next two weeks, you can be on fire for the Lord. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. One of the ways is by having the Holy Ghost baptism. Pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon you. Some of us have become dry. The Holy Ghost is coming like rain. It's coming like fire. Oh, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Oh yes, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Rebel Ay, 
As we are praying, if you sense that you've gone down, your fire is gone down, you need a new fire to come in, just come to the front. We're going to pray. I believe that God is going to touch you with a new fire. Just come to the front. Lift up your voice. Yes. I 
Blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.